Hello and welcome back to the Split Deep Dive Season 2 with Tyler and Ben. We're here with episode 4 of season 2. I'm really excited today. How about you? Yes, very excited. We have a new segment for you guys at the end, which we will uh, announce later. But starting off with, um, what are we starting off with today? We are starting off with applying for high schools. So Ben, what's the first thing you're going to do when you're looking for high schools? Well, yeah, well, we picked applying for high schools. You know, it's a very relevant topic, and I think you viewers are going to really enjoy it. Yes, yeah, so you know, actually, we picked this topic because we we had a bunch of topics. Actually, in our poll today, or one of our questions, we're gonna put a bunch of topics down there, and you can vote on whichever ones you you like, and we would like to hear us. Um, so we were actually looking at all our stats. In the video with the most views would be our um, our one, which was uh, studying and preparing just for tests and things. We realized that's kind of like applying for high school, so we decided to do that topic for today. So Ben will kind of start us off for. High school. Yeah, so you know, there's a few steps when you're picking out a high school. And I would say the first step that can be pretty well agreed on is looking at your options. So, of course, you're going to have the school and the district where you live. That's an option. But, of course, you know, that's not the only one. You can look for a transfer to a different district. And then, of course, there's private schools, charter schools. You know, there's schools that are religious. There's many different options. You're not just stuck to that one school in your district, but of course there's pros and cons. You know, you're probably going to know more people at one school, depending where you went in middle school. And then, of course, there's the money aspect. If you go to a private school, it's going to cost money. But So, Tyler, what do you think What do you think about that? Looking at options, how, how would you go about that? Yeah, so you just look at your options. So first, mostly if you're in a district, you're going to look at your private school, I mean your public schools, and if you don't, public schools are pretty, you know, cut and dry. If you're going to them, you're going to them. If you're not, you're probably going to go to a private school or a charter school. So private school and charters are probably going to be, um, well, charters are normally, you know, they're not free. I mean, they, but, yeah, they're, usually, they're tax paid. They're, they're like, not tax paid. They're like but, uh, public schools, but they are in the, they're not they're by, in the it's district. A they're independently. Yeah, it's a combination of public and private. It's kind of an interesting one. Yeah. But privates will cost you a dime, quite a bit of a dime. So... When you're looking at private schools, you want to look at, oh, well, partially you might want to know where people are going. That might help. But, you know, you can always find new people there, hang out with them. That's not really an issue. So you can look at your money. You can look at, uh, do they really have what you want? If you're really sports-centered, you might go to your school that has more sports. Or if you really want to get into a really nice college, you can go to your college preparatory schools. So you really have a, a large variety of things out there. Yeah, so once, once you look... Yeah, once you looked at your options, you're going to narrow it down. So let's say one, one, two, three options. So once you get those three those three schools you're really looking for, maybe it's less, maybe it's just two, or maybe it's just one, you're going to look at the options for a tour of that school. You know, most high schools, they're going to they're gonna be really... What's what's so funny? <laughs> Nothing. We'll be, actually, no, we'll keep going. Yeah, let's, let, we're going to keep moving. So, uh... As I was saying, you know, most high schools, they're pretty big, especially if you were going to a pub, to a private school in a middle school. Um, it's going to be a big chain, so you're going to want to tour the campus because it's going to be a lot bigger than your middle school. It's going to be different. So you want to see what's all, what it's all about, see if you really like it. 
and see what they have going for in a more in-depth, in-person Yeah, and also, you also, like, your commute. If your commute's going to be really long, especially with gas prices, especially in Montana. But I, I really feel for the people who live in California. But no matter where, gas is gas, and it might cost you a little bit. But you really want to look at uh, where you're going. Is the school you're going to be going to the big city so you can, like, take local transportation? Or is it going to be out in suburbs or in the middle of nowhere, like we are out here in Montana? Um, so really anywhere. So you just look at... Uh, Look at your options, and you look at uh, the commute. Commute is very important. So after you take a tour, like uh, like like your um, like Ben was saying earlier, tours you can decide you really narrow it down. So let's say you then have let's say you narrow it down to one. Now what you'll do is for most you'll take a placement test. And again, this isn't an entrance exam; it's a placement test, right? So the placement test will be where. Um, you take uh, math skills, um, reading, reading comprehension, and spelling, all those. And you'll take them, you'll get scored, and they'll place you in different classes. And it can be as used as a um, can be used as a uh, entrance exam as well, but mostly a placement test. And then let's say you make it into the high school of your choice, which you did the placement test at, okay? So then we'll find out if you got accepted, and also along the way in there somewhere... You'll, if your school is particularly expensive, they'll offer you um, financial aid, which you can apply for. And if you do apply for it, you're basically in all your tax information. And they give out, I mean, different private schools, they'll, I wouldn't say they give out money, but they'll uh, kind of, it won't be as much. And by doing that, they're just, uh, they'll, so everyone that applies, they'll allot a certain amount of money per student to see, I mean, based on uh, their assets. And if they have really bad assets, they'll get more. They have really good assets, they'll get less. Yeah, and of, of course you said, you know, it all differs from school to school. You know, the placement test, you know, it's not going to be the same for every school. So as you said, you know, some schools are going to take one for math, reading. Then there's some that might only you know, take one for, let's say, math. See if you can test and do, say, a higher class, whether it be Algebra 2 or if you're doing something else like Geometry. It really going to depend on the school, and but you know we've already got the picking school part, and then it will go down to the placement test depending on that school. And uh, yeah, so once you find out if you're accepted, you know you looked at the class options, you did you did all that, and yeah, then you're gonna know what high school you're going to. You want to make sure. I think it's very important, at least for me, to pick classes that you're going to enjoy. Maybe not do hard, especially in your first year. I don't know if it's really necessary to push yourself. Like, say you're, t- say you're taking Spanish in middle school, right? Which is something uh, I'm taking. If you really don't feel confident, I don't know if there's... It's really worth it to t- have the unnecessary stress of trying to test into Spanish 2 and taking that in your first year. Because I know, at least for me and a lot of people, Spanish can be a subject that is very difficult. You know, languages can be very difficult. So I'd say just know know what you can do and don't push yourself too much. Because... Especially in your freshman year, you're going to be learning a lot of new things. You're going to be adapting to a new school, new people, new teachers, uh, just a new environment in general. So it might not be absolutely necessary to take the hardest classes, you know, AP classes, uh, Algebra 2, like a harder math class, or as I said, a harder class for language. So just know what you can do, know where you're at. And then, of course, later in high school, you can take those harder classes and yeah, what do you think about that, Tyler? That's pretty good, yeah. And also, some I believe some schools will offer, if you do take uh, 
I think two years of Spanish in um, in middle school. You won't have to take as many in uh, high school to be good for different electives. Which yeah. The next part is about electives. You have your different choices for classes, of course, but also electives. You have different choices for electives. You might have, I mean, you'll have your base classes, of course, and then just a bunch of different options for electives, which can be really interesting for you, right? you really want to specialize in life. And then elective kind of is along the line of the different sports. Big. What about you, Ben? Talk about the sports. All right, yeah. So we talk about electives. You know, you have, you know, of course you got to take at least two years of language in high school. So that's going to be something you have to do in high school. And then you have the ones that are more considered fun, less academic electives. But then sports. You know, sports are a big part of high school, especially for these bigger high schools. You know, pri- some really small schools probably don't have the most competitive teams, but then like those top private schools, uh, like one of the ones you're going to, Tyler, you know, they have very good sports teams. And same with a lot of those public schools. So, uh, yeah, I think it's actually very smart to do a sport in your freshman year if you play for a team or club. Because it's not only a great way to, you know, really take a next step in that sport and have a new environment playing. Because say you've been playing for a club team for a long time. You've been playing with this probably a similar group of people. But then you go to your high school, you're going to be playing with a different coach against different teams. It's kind of a different environment in the way you're playing because... Playing high school uh, is a lot different, at least from what I've heard, because I have a lot of high school friends on my soccer team, and they say it's a lot different playing high school, and it was a real, really good experience. And also playing sports, especially if you're going to a school where you don't know a lot of people, it's going to help you meet a lot of people, Yeah, and that's going to be very important. So Tyler, don't you think it's sports are very important yeah, in high school? Yes, sports are very important in high school, but also I was thinking, there's this one, um, so when you're picking your classes, you've got to start thinking. For graduation, most schools will give you your grad. Well, pretty much all schools will give you your graduation requirements before um, before you pick your classes. And also, if you want to go to a really good college and plan on going to college, which we all should, um, you have to look at what different schools will require. I mm-hmm. mean, California over there in the uh, in the West, <laughs> they always uh, they always have high standards for some reason. Yes. So if you go off the California standards, you can pretty much get anywhere, anywhere. Pretty much anywhere. Don't take me for quote on that, but uh, I think uh, I think if you go off there, you'll get yeah. So basically, you just gotta look at uh, what colleges are wanting. And the thing is, look at this. So if you want, let's say you want to special specialize in uh, chemistry, chemistry. Okay, so you go to high school. You actually this is um this is actually more more popular. I'd say let's say you want to be a doctor. Don't know what kind surgeon. General, general care, any kind of doctor, right? Because that field is very overcrowded, I guess we could say. So let's say everyone, uh, you go to high school, you take your math and science classes, right? Those classes, everyone applying for big med schools, they're all going to be taking those classes. They're all going to have straight A's. Like everyone will have straight A's and take math and science. But what will make you stand out is if you take different classes. If you try different things, you have more community service, all those different things. Because I can promise you, everyone applying will have straight A's and take the same classes. And you think just because you have straight A's and those classes you automatically get in, but you have to take other classes that make you uh, that make you apart from the other group and make you stand out. So yes. if let's say you're like you want to be a doctor, you take chemistry, math, all those different things, and you uh, you take those classes. So most people take those classes, but you should also take some history and uh, and language. Language is very important in that field. And yeah, most schools will offer you uh, 
Spanish, French, German even. Yeah, a lot of interesting uh, interesting languages. Ben, what do you think about that? How, you know, you should have different things to kind of diversify your portfolio and what you uh, what you specialize in. You know, I think you got it absolutely spot on with what you said. You know, I completely agree. And taking different classes, you know. And, yeah, I don't really know what else I can add to that. You really hit the nail on the head with that one. You know, it's a great point. And I completely agree with that. Yeah, so after you choose your classes, you just wait around. Some schools will have some things where you can meet other students. And then in the fall, you'll start uh, you'll start your four-year um, journey, four-year adventure. Yeah, you know, it might be hard at first. You know, I, it's going to be a big step for both of us and a big step for a lot of you listening. I know going into high school next year. So, yeah, you know, just have fun. Enjoy it. Let's have a, a good summer between uh, the end of the school year and the beginning of the next. And that's going to be it for this topic. Actually, one more thing. And, guys, so once you start um, the summer after eighth grade might be your last summer, if you really think about it. Because you have your summers between high school, which you got sports and studying all that. And after that, you have uh, college and all your different college things. And your summer's not really a summer. After that, you start working for the rest of your life. So that eighth grade summer is really your last summer. Because so after that, you'll never have a summer again. Why can't you have summer between high school years, Tyler? That's irrelevant. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know what Tyler's saying there, but we're going to... We have some breaking news today because we are leading us to a brand new segment, Traveling the U.S. of A. So in this segment, we're going to be talking about different states or maybe different areas different attractions, states, state you know, parks, yeah. all those different things. It's going to be very, very fun, and I hope you guys enjoy it, but Tyler is going to introduce us for our very first date. All right, we are starting off in the Pacific Ocean, off the west of the great California, quite a little bit of distance from Montana, but we're starting off with Hawaii. Hawaii, yes. Hawaii. The well, pronunciation is kind of interesting, but we're going to say Hawaii for today. I'm, yeah, I'm going to be saying it's, Hawaii because it's much easier, and I'm a... Yeah, I... Okay, Ben, I'll start you off with the uh, first thing, and I'll take you on to the second thing. All right, Hawaii. It's a place I recently went, so that's kind of inspired us to choose this as our first place. And a place I had... I've been many times, by the way. Yeah, I had plenty of fun. I know Tyler's had plenty of great times when he has been there. Uh, I personally went to Maui. Tyler, you went to the Big Island, I believe, right? Yes, sir. So, yeah, you know, a lot of the islands have different stuff, but... You can do a lot of the same things there. They have similar similar attractions. So what are the things you need to do while you're in Hawaii? What's what's the most important things you just need to hit while you're there? You need to check off. Because... Well, there's many things. They're not really in order of importance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kinda, We still want a list because there are so many things. Yeah, just imagine a big list with a bunch of check marks. You know, write them down when you go there. And yeah, make sure we you had tick to, every box. We only have 13 or so things on here, but uh, it's pretty. There's a lot of th- there's a lot more things you can do, and we just don't have as much time to say everything. So Ben kind of kind of talk about the first thing. All right. So the first thing we're going to talk about in this specific order is snorkeling. And the reason we put this down is because, you know, the Hawaii, the beaches at Hawaii are just beautiful. You know, the water is so clear, so beautiful. And, you know, snorkeling, I just did it. It's, it's really fun. You can really enjoy the, the beautiful state of Hawaii. And just, the beautiful, just enjoy nature because it's so, it's so great. You can see fish. If you go far out in the water, you can do dolphin watching. 
which is, you know, one of the attractions in Hawaii. You can see, I believe you can do whale watching as well, which would be very fun. Personally, and also, uh, manta rays are really, um, snorkeling watching manta rays. Oh, yeah. That's an interesting. Tell, tell us about your, your experience with manta oh, rays. Tyler. my experience with manta rays. Yes, they are some big fish. I don't even know they're fish. They're <laughs> big things in the water, right? Big water creatures. They're water creatures. They come out mostly at night or in dusk, more or less, right? When we're transferring that night to, uh, well, or evening to night, right? But, uh, yeah, there's some big things. Sometimes it'll be a miss or hit. Sometimes you'll get a lot out there. Sometimes hardly any to none. But, uh, no, normally the whatever service you're taking off or, uh, you know, snorkeling like Ben St. Or you may even scoot, even if you have the license there. Yeah. And, and turtles. Like the sea turtles in Hawaii are absolutely, they're they're just beautiful. They're That's one insane. of the main things you want to see. And I actually saw a lot really close to the Yeah, just make sure not to touch them, you know? Yeah, like I, at one beach I went to, they had a guy on a megaphone, like on top. He was oh, like the at turtle. the side side of a cliff, like overlooking the beach. And was, when a turtle got close to the shore, he was like yelling on the megaphone for people not to touch it. Because yeah, don't don't touch the turtles. It's not it's not your place. All right. So the next thing is hiking. There is so much hiking going around uh, yeah, all different yeah. things, all different islands. One of your islands, uh, you have the uh, one of the um, national parks, which Ben will tell you later. And actually, guys, if you want to um, uh, want to hear us talk about national parks, or you have any idea. Do you think we should do a national park segment or anything? You guys can email us at thesplitdeepdive at gmail.com. If you have any ideas for us or anything, you can just uh, send ideas or anything for segments or anything that way to us. Yeah. So hiking, you can go to your black sand beaches. I think there's green sand beaches too in Hawaii. But, uh, yeah, hiking is pretty insane there because you got your national parks, what I said, Ben will yeah. talk about. And, yeah, there's just some beautiful stuff you can really enjoy if you go hiking. Which also, one thing that's on our list right here, which I'm going to add, is you can also see beautiful things. You can go on helicopter rides around the islands. Yeah, I, I saw someone who was, well, I was in Maui, and they were talking about they went on a helicopter ride, and that seemed, that seemed very fun. Yes, they are very uh, very interesting. Very, I think they're kind of inexpensive, too. Have you done that, Tyler? Yes, I, as a matter of fact, have. You can really see some good, uh, even culture from that high up. Yeah. And uh, what about the next thing? Yeah, so I'm going to be talking about, you know, one of the national parks, or the main and only national park in Maui, which is Haleakala National Park. And this is an absolutely beautiful place. I went there twice while I was in Maui. And there's basically your main hiking trails. There's plenty of different trails you can go on. Um, one of them I went on was, I believe it was called the Crater Trail. Takes you down to see this big crater. Um, we didn't make it all the way down. I, it's a very, very long hike, but it's just very beautiful. You know, a lot of it is like around the side of the mountain, so you get a very great view. And then also in Maui, they have basically sunrise tours you can go on to go see uh, the sunrise at the top of Haleakala, which is like 10,000 feet elevation. And it, yeah, it's just very beautiful. You're above basically all the clouds, and you can just see the beautiful sunrise. And yeah, it's very great. They have uh, plenty of other things there. Um, right outside Haleakala, they have you know I don't know they have a zip lining place right right outside of there. And you know the the hiking trails are just beautiful. You know, I wanted another hike there, which was completely different from the first one. You know, very wet, muddy, but it was just beautiful. The plants. Were great, you know. It was just, it was just amazing to go on, and yeah, hiking, 
even if you're not the biggest fan of hiking on you know the weekly basis, when you're in Hawaii, you just gotta find at least a few hikes because yeah, it's truly beautiful and you can truly enjoy nature. Yeah, hiking is really fun. Surfing, which is the next thing. I have not surfed in Hawaii, but I have been surfing many times in other places. You know that big, big state. You know, um, California. I might have been surfing on the coast of there, but um, surfing. Uh, one of their major um, water lines. I want to say water lines, but beaches is pipeline, and I think the Oahu, dude. That thing can get ripping twenty five feet waves. But the thing is, it only gets going in the winter. During the summer, it is flat. Completely flat. Just it's super flat. Just a second. Okay, but after yeah, it's that island or those waves are can be flat, but then during the winter they're ripping twenty five feet waves. Ooh. They you can get going on those waves. And you can't hurt too. By the way, the best time to go surfing, we might even do an episode on surfing, would be to um mid tide. So when the tide's all the way out sorry for that. When the tide's all the way out, you don't really want to be surfing because it's got really no water underneath you. But when the tide's all the way in, that is the worst because there's too much water mm-hmm. underneath you. And the next thing would be paddle boarding. Yeah, paddle boarding is it's very fun. You know, it's a little more mellow than surfing. Uh, it's basically when you're you're on a board and you stand up and you just use a paddle to paddle yourself around. You can sit down as well. Uh, of course, you're going to maybe fall down a few times, which I did, but uh, it's very fun. You can just go along bits of the shallow part of the water, and you can see turtles. You know, there's plenty of good beaches to do some paddleboarding. You know, it's similar to snorkeling. You can kind of look, you know, look at the water, look at the turtles or fish that are in there, and the coral. And it's just, it's very fun. It's very calm. And I'm actually going to, I'm going to skip around from a, a little what we had planned. I'm going to go to talk about cliff jumping. It's something a little different than the other things. It's very, oh, what would I say? It gets gets your adrenaline, yes, adrenaline sir. pumping. You know, there's plenty of great spots. One of the spots is a uh, Black Rock Beach in Maui. They have a very nice cliff jumping spot that's pretty safe as well. Um, you can't really land wrong in the water, which is nice because uh, I know yeah, I'm sure you can land wrong. Yeah, well, the place a backflip. Oh, you yeah. might die if you do that, by the way. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's, I know there's some cliff diving places, I don't know about in Hawaii, but I heard uh, someone talking about it, and there's some spots where it's like a pretty small area of water you, you can land in, and you know, I don't know if I'd be very comfortable doing that, but uh, you know, it's very fun. It's it's a very weird feeling to be falling and like awaiting impact. Mm-hmm. I've never really experienced something like that before I did uh, the cliff jumping. But then also, you got to think about to get up there. You got to climb up there, which which with no be, shoes on. Yeah, it can be even more scary than the jump. Climbing up, climbing up the rocks. Because if you fall, that's gonna be you're gonna get some. You won't definitely won't. You definitely will not get away without some cuts. Yeah, you know, especially on that lava rock. Yeah, you know, the climb on a lot of cliff jumping spots might be harder than the jump. Because once you're up there, that's why you can jump. It's only one way down, and you know if you're at a pretty safe spot. You're going to be fine as long as you jump out. Yeah, as long as you jump out, you should be fine. Even if you do happen to maybe land, say say you somehow like land on your stomach or your back, you're probably going to be fine. It's probably going to no, hurt. you will probably not be fine. It's probably going to hurt as long as it's not too high. You will up. not be fine. Mostly you'll be fine. 
No way. It depends on the spot. You'll definitely you get knocked out. I'll say that much. If you land, it depends where you land. If, as long as you land well enough, you'll be fine. By the way, guys, disclaimer, do not go cliff jumping off of our suggestions. <laughs> as long... No, as, it's very hard, especially on the jump I was doing, to land wrong. There's not enough time. It trust, trust me, like, I land... It was my first time I land, like... It's very hard to land wrong. Just as long as you know what you're supposed to do and you jump out, you'll be fine. All right. So, um, paddleboarding. <laughs> yeah. Oh, beaching. You can go beaching, get a nice tan. Make sure to wear your sunscreen, of course. Yeah, sometimes just, like, can be fun just going in the beach, doing some body surfing, doing some, uh, what's the thing, boogie boarding. Body that's surfing. <laughs> that's fun. No, what is it? Body surfing is very fun. What's the thing where you kind of run into the water with the board? Sorry. Oh, boogie boogie boarding, I think. No, no, like you're you're on you're on the beach and you run in, you know, with the board, you throw it down. You <laughs> We're not going to be talking about That's a sensitive topic. Oh, what's it called though? We're not skimboarding. Yeah, that's what it's called. All right, we'll get to that next week. Um you can also see some nice culture by going downtown. The weather ooh, is impeccable. It's it cannot great. be any better. It is pivotal if, to your vacation. And also the weather is quite interesting because Hawaii is very humid, surrounded by that big body of water. You can get um, very humid. It rains a lot. One of our best buds, uh, uh, one of our language arts teachers, he's a Hawaii expert. Hawaii can, alumni. Yes, Hawaii alumni. Where in the state? No idea. But somewhere. Um, so, yeah. See some local local culture. Go downtown. Weather's tremendous. Go to a luau, too. Luau is a big thing. Ooh, they yeah, cook yeah, pig yeah. in the ground. Those are interesting. I've been to one. Um, then you got your black sand beaches. You can hike those, like I was saying. And then cliff jumping. And also, there's one thing. Um, I forget what island it is, but Pearl Harbor the Pearl Harbor Museum of, you know, that World War II war that happened. Um, and that's kind of Hawaii. And if you guys think we should, um, two things before we get to our next thing about sports. If you guys think we should um, have a producer, you can email us again at that uh, splitdeepdive at gmail.com. If you think we should have a producer. Or if you think we should do, we're contemplating doing midweek episodes about different states. So what do you think? Do you think we should do the midweek? I don't know if we were contemplating that. I don't... Don't don't listen to Tyler here, because, yeah, what Tyler says is not always 100% true or a valid statement. So uh, I think that's pretty much it for Hawaii. We're going to get into our next topic. Oh, real quick, before we do that, um, Elon Musk is contemplating leaving, uh, leaving Tesla. But uh, if you want to know more about that, just look it up because we don't have we are because we've uh, made many people made suggestions to us through our email, which you guys can email us too, um, that we should not do long episodes. I love long episodes. Speak. The long episodes are the fun ones. They are but, fun yeah. to record, but apparently people don't like listening to them. Why? Well, do not know. So yeah. Ben's gonna talk about NBA sports. Oh, wait, and before I forget, there was no episode last week. We were it was spring break for us, so we, and we um the reason there's no episode is because Ben was away um vacationing in Hawaii so we could bring this episode to you. I was also in a different state, which we will talk about <laughs> next time. And then we'll probably be gone this week. Gotta book our flights to wherever the next you know, state's gonna be. And we've been traveled around the US, so we actually do know what we're talking about. Not like uh other things, which pretty much everything we talk about we know what we're talking we're, about. We're gonna give you a little preview for our next date in the next episode. And Texas. Th- 
I was going to say a hint for the but Tyler said it. The next state is Texas. I was going to give a hint, but too late for that now. Yes, um, Texas will be our next state. All right, let, let's pull let's pull together here. Yeah, now so let's go to our sports and go to our sports topic. We will be everyone is excited for sports. Oh yeah, listen to them laugh in the background. Okay, <laughs> but pretty soon right. they're gonna be sound like that. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Sorry guys, this is our new equipment we're, we got. We have not messed around with it at all. And if you guys think we should use our equipment, just email us. <laughs> we're gonna be talking about the NBA playoffs that are coming up and our predictions. So. So let's get into it right here. I have to sell the, those things. So, of course, the playoff bracket is pretty much complete. There is only two spots left, which will be decided between, I believe, the Hawks and the Cavaliers. Yes, I'm the Cavaliers. On the, I have the Cavaliers. Yeah, on the eastern bracket. And on the west bracket, it will be between the Pelicans and the Clippers. Clippers I believe are pretty I believe. radical. So, let's talk about the the NBA. It was, you know, a good season. You know, I'm not, of course, the biggest NBA fan, but I really do enjoy it. I really enjoy keeping up with it. You know, I'm a Warriors fan myself, so it's good that we're, we've had a good good season compared to the last few. And, yeah, we made a big comeback in terms of that. And Steph Curry, you know, he's still still really good and had a great season. Let's talk about the. Want to start with the Western bracket first, Tyler? Yeah, go for it. You can. You can. Actually, yeah, you can go for that. This will mainly be Ben because he knows a lot about this. I know a little bit. Yeah. But not as much as our professional yeah. here. So we have the number one seed from the Western Conference, the Suns, who will be facing off against the winners of the Pelicans and the Clippers, which I think probably will be the Clippers. I think they're going to edge it. And between the Suns and the Clippers, I think the Suns are pretty easily going to go through there. And then next, we have the Dallas Mavericks, I believe, versus the Utah Jazz, the fourth seed versus the fifth seed. I believe, personally, I think the Maverick, the Mavericks are going to go through with uh, you know their star, Luka Doncic. I think they're going to be able to set up a good game with the Suns. Next, we have the Warriors versus the Denver Nuggets, the third seed versus the sixth seed. Now, the Warriors, they're a very good team. Of course, they have they have Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, uh, Jordan Poole. It's been very great this season. And, you know, they're going to be looking to do good. You know, they were leading the Western Conference at the beginning of the season, you know, dropped off a little. They'll be hoping to have a good playoff run and make it back to those finals. But the Denver Nuggets, they're a very good team. Um, Luka Doncic is just a brilliant player. I believe he won MVP last season. We'll probably win it again. He's so good. He, he plays center. And, yeah, he's just great. But I think the Warriors are going to have enough. Probably going to be close. Might even go to a game seven. But the Warriors, I think, are going to squeeze through there. And then we have the Grizzlies versus the Timberwolves, second versus seventh. And I think the, the Grizzlies are going to go through there with their star player, John Morant, who is also one of the MVP. MVP favorites you know he had such a good season and yeah he was just just so so good and yeah that would set up a game with them versus the Warriors which is going to be a, a close one so now let's look on the eastern side the first seed the Heat will be facing up against the Hawks or the Cavaliers I think the Cavs are going to edge it 
Uh, but I think the Heat are going to be either team that makes it through pretty easily. Then we have the Raptors versus the 76ers. You know, 76ers recently acquired James Harden. Of course, they have Joel Embiid. They're a very good team, and I think they will be going past the Raptors, but I think it's going to be close. Then we have the Milwaukee Bucks versus the Chicago Bulls, which I think is a great game because I actually, have, for a while, have had my Chicago, the Chicago Bulls as my favorites to make it to the Eastern to be the winner of the Eastern Conference. You know, they're very good. They have Zach Levine, Lonzo Ball. Uh, I forgot the, the other guy. I'm blanking on his name. Um, let me see real quick. Um, his name is DeMar DeRozan. That's his name. So, yeah, DeRozan, Levine, and Ball, they're all really good. You know, Alex Caruso, they have a great team. And But the Milwaukee Bucks, they won it last year. Giannis, arguably the best player in the NBA. I think the Chicago Bulls are going to win. I think they're going to scrape through and upset the Milwaukee Bucks. And then I think the Nets will be able to defeat the Celtics, probably, in the last game. So then it will be on the western side, the Bucks. Well, I'm going to try to get through this a little quick. But the Suns versus the Mavericks, I think the Suns are going to go through. Warriors versus the Memphis Grizzlies, I think, as much as I want to say the Warriors, um, I think they're going to do it. I think the Warriors are going to go through setting up a Warriors versus Suns Western Conference Final. And the Eastern Conference, the Heat, are, I think, will beat the 76ers. I think the Bulls will beat the Nets. And then we will have the Western Conference Final, the Warriors versus Suns. I'm going to go for it. Warriors head into the final. No, no, yeah, not the, happening. Steph Curry, it's the Cavaliers. Steph Curry, playoff MVP, and then the Bulls. I think the Bulls are going to shock the Heat. Bulls versus Warriors final. The Warriors are winning in six, and they're bringing the NBA finals back. You know, if any of you are like big NBA experts, you might be thinking I'm dumb. You can email us if you have your off. You, you you can, yeah, put in the comments of the episode if you completely disagree or email us. That's how they really want you to. And, you know, that's my prediction. Oh, guys, by the way, if you email us, Ben will respond to you right away. <laughs> Warrior, Warriors versus Bulls in the final. Warriors winning it in six. Not happening. Steph Curry, playoff MVP. And, yeah, that's pretty much it for the sports episode. Tyler, I know you say you think the Cavaliers, you're a big Cavaliers fan. Yes, I'm a big Cavaliers advocate. More <laughs> Who's your favorite Cavaliers player, Tyler? Oh, what's his name? Uh, you know the, the the big tall dude. That's my that's my that's my favorite. Guy. Yeah, your fa- your favorite Cavaliers player is a uh, you know who is he, Tyler? I forget. Oh, what's his name? He's like it start his number starts with like a three, I think. Kevin Love. Yeah, him. Yeah, Kevin. Yeah, you can really tell how big of an NBA fan Tyler yes, is. Yes, sir. By the way, college basketball is way better. No, it's not. Okay. Did you want to watch March Madness? Oh, what's it called? The who um, won March Madness? By the way, who did win? March wasn't it Duke? Madness? No, it wasn't Duke. Is it not? It might have been Duke. Thought you were a big March Madness fan. I you, don't am. Even, you don't even know who won. I remember who. I like. I was there. I watched the game. Like it was a pretty. Good, not gonna lie, guys. It was a pretty good game. We all thought it was gonna go into overtime. It did not. Um. Just a second. March Madness. Yes, the uh, who was it? 
Yes, Kansas. Kansas won. The Blue Jays. No, the Blue Jays. The thing. The, um. I forget what. The North Carolinas. No. Oh, Kansas. Kansas. Kansas, uh. Things. What's Kansas's mascot? Oh, just a second, guys. So, Kansas is a pretty. I forget what their mascot is. Yeah, Kansas. Um, Kansas Jayhawks. Jayhawks. Blue That's Hawk. a weird name. No, it's a Jayhawk. You never seen a Jayhawk? It's before? a Jayhawk. It's a Jayhawk. Let's let's do a quick yeah, lesson here. Let's look it's up a what Jayhawk. a Jayhawk is. A Jayhawk is an interesting creature. Let's look at a real a real. I don't know if Jay- Jayhawks do not exist. Yes, they do. It's simply a mascot. It's a Jay and a Hawk combined. I think a Jay. A, is it Jay? We're looking right now, folks. Oh, and the, if you guys noticed, it's been a little bit of a laid-back episode in terms of demeanor, but we decided to go for that today. Yes. Uh, if you guys don't enjoy it, uh Okay, by us. the way, happy Easter. Happy Easter, everyone. And that, yeah, Easter coming up uh, today. Today is Easter. Uh, we were, of course, this episode is coming out today on Easter. And, uh... I think we're gonna wrap it up today. It's been a it's been a little bit of a different episode. You I know, think it was a good one though. I think it was good. You know, back to recording again. I've mi- I missed it last week. Well, I can't wait until we have our producer next week. We're n- we won't be having a producer. I am our I'm our cr- co-host, pr- producer, and co-producer. And Tyler's the other co-host and co-producer. Yes. So before... We I, like keeping everything in-house. We did have some offers for some media management, but we said no. So before we keep rambling on for the next few hours, we're going to end it today. Thank you guys for listening. And we'll see you all next week for episode five of season two. Thank you, everyone. All right. Thank you. And have a nice Easter.